0: Annette Martin, world-famous psychic detective, medical intuitive, ghost detective,
1: and author brings you Annette Martin's Psychic World. You may have seen her on television, heard her on hundreds of radio shows, or even read her books. Here she is, live on Annette Martin's Psychic World.
2: Welcome, I'm Annette Martin, and Annette Martin's Psychic World is produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. Well, you know, being a medical intuitive at age 7, seeing and talking to ghosts as a child, having a singing career at 10 years old, and developing into a professional psychic detective has been quite an adventure for me. And today... I'd like to share these gifts with you because it gives me great pleasure. And for the next hour, my guests and I will create a place to enlighten, entertain, and empower you. We can talk about everything except police cases. I only work with the police directly pertaining to missing persons. So if you do have a police case, please contact me by email at annette. At closure4u.com. That's Annette at closure, the number four, the letter U.com. Our phone lines are open at 646 652 2071, where you can ask our guest a question or ask for my psychic impressions about your life. Remember, only give us your first name and only one question per caller. And we can talk about your love life your relationships of any kind, your life direction, your health perhaps, or ghosts and even paranormal experiences. Life can be mysterious and challenging at times so perhaps with the help of our guest and myself we can shed a little white light on your life. Our guest today is Dr. Margaret Cochran, psychotherapist, Dr. Cochran has been an educator, author, and professional therapist for more than 28 years. Dr. Cochran has been featured in the media on both radio and television. She's also the hostess of the hit internet talk show Wisdom, Love, and Magic, which is currently number one on iTunes in the mental health category. With her many celebrity guests, she has discussed topics ranging from psychic phenomena to physics and everything in between. And it gives me great pleasure today to welcome Dr. Margaret Cochran back to the show. Where on the first Wednesday of the month, we are doing our process called psychology. That's P S I C O L O G Y. You can call in and ask in the chat room a question about your life. And what we're going to do is I'm going to give you my intuitive answer. And Dr. Cochran will give you her psychological evaluation. So you're really getting a double whammy. Many folks have found this extremely helpful in trying to sort out their problems. So do give us a call at 646 646- Six five two two zero seven one, and welcome, Dr. Cochran. It's always a pleasure to be here, Annette. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing
3: rather well, actually. I'm waiting for the uh, weather to turn. Uh, pleasant again.
2: We're having a little California unpleasantness. It's been really cold. Yeah. Well, we went from a hot summer, almost 100 degrees, down to, I do believe, 69 or 70 degrees, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now, can you do something about that? A little psychic something or other? Well, I can't do that, but I have been known to create rain. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't know you could do rain. Yes, yes, I can do rain. Is rain hard to do? Uh, It is. uh I would think so. Yeah, I have to have clouds in the sky. I have Uh, to find the clouds. Okay. (laughs) But uh, I have done it a couple of times, which is really kind of interesting. But, you know, today we want to talk about forgiveness. Ah, rain of a different sort. Very different. And forgiveness is knowing how to forgive people. And it's one of the most important life skills that you could have. So, if you have any problems with forgiving, please call us at 646 652 2071 and let's talk about it. Or go into our chat room and ask us a question. Well, you know, one
3: of the things that strikes me about forgiveness is how incredibly challenging it can be to do. I mean, when you think about it from a philosophical standpoint, oh, it's a great idea, be forgiving, you know, don't hold a grudge, etc. But actually doing it, it's it takes some work and some concentration and it takes
2: very powerful intention to make forgiveness happen. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know... From my experience, it seems like you have to really reach down into your soul yeah, to, absolutely. to really <clears throat> make that commitment to mm-hmm. forgive someone. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 1975, I had a, an incredible experience with the best-selling author, psychiatrist, Dr. Gerald Jampolsky. Uh I was working with him before he even started the Center for Attitudinal Healing in Tiburon, California. I don't know if any of you out there listening have ever heard about this, but the Center for Attitudinal Healing is a, a place where thousands of adults and children and families uh, went to deal with psychological, social, and spiritual aspects of facing chronic and life-threatening illnesses. And uh, Dr. Jampolsky uh, started this center and it was just an absolute incredible experience for me. I had been working with him, Dr. Cochran, uh, with his patients in doing psychic and medical diagnosing on his patients. How did you meet him? How did you come across this man? I actually came across him by um, someone who I had met, uh, re actually. I knew her. She was a a good friend in high school, Mm -hmm. and when I had come back from living abroad in Hong Kong and Mexico City, mm-hmm. uh, we moved uh, almost right behind her house, and so we became Oh, for heaven's acquainted. sake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when we met and we talked, and she said, oh, she says, there's someone you have to meet. You have to go down and meet Dr. Champolsky. And I said, well, okay. <laughs> Is there any special reason? She goes, well, yes, because you're a medical intuitive, and he's a psychiatrist, and I just think that you two could really work well together. Mm-hmm. Well, we did. And how
3: did he? Was he initially on board, or did it kind of freak him out the idea of working with a psychic?
2: Actually, he was open to it, oh, and good. I went and spoke with him mm-hmm. about. Nine times Mm -hmm. The tenth time I walked in And I said look Dr. Jampolsky I've been here This is my tenth time Mm -hmm. You've interviewed my parents You've asked me every single question on the earth About (laughs) what I do And how it works And how I am And I said you know I I really don't think that uh, you want to work with me And so I think this is going to be the last time And he sat back and he just started laughing and he says, Oh, Annette, he said, I have been so intrigued and fascinated by who you are and all the things that you've done. Ah. And he said, I want you to work with me. I want you to work with my patients. Mm-hmm. Will you do that? Well, I was stunned because I, bet. I thought that, you know, well, this is crazy. Right, right. <laughs> and so I ended up working with him for five years. Wow. That's really cool. It and, was and very were cool. were you doing
3: diagnostic kind of stuff? Is that what you were Yes. Doing? Oh, how interesting.
2: Yes. Uh, I would come in. He'd call me up, and I would come in, and he wouldn't tell me anything. I just knew the patient's first name, mm-hmm. and he said, now tell me what you see.
3: So you, were you in the room with the patient yes. at the time? Yes.
2: Okay. okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I was in the room with the patient. But they said nothing to you? Right. You right, just, saw just their first in. name. Okay. And I then started doing the medical diagnosis. And uh, as it ended up, we ended up doing a film, uh, which uh, is still out there. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, he brought in 13 doctors. They brought in five patients. And I gave my medic- I did medical diagnosing on all five of these people.. Uh-huh. And at the end, Dr. Polsky announced on the film. He said, "I want you all to know that Annette Martin has been 90 percent." accurate wow in all of these diagnosing that's amazing it was amazing and he took it around the world with him because he was doing a, a lot of lecturing and a lot of talking mm-hmm. a, about forgiveness mm-hmm. and love and letting go well do you know where we can see it i mean is it on out somewhere in the internet or whatever. Do you know where you can? Find it, it isn't, but you know, I think I can get hold of it and put it out there on YouTube. Because I think that would be fant- fascinating for people to see. It would, yes, very definitely. So that's your
3: assignment. That okay. is your homework, Annette. <laughs> yes, sir. You need to yes. find that. Yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, l- let me kind of go back to Dr. Jan Polsky during the the process of the five years. uh He'd asked me uh, about his life, Mm -hmm. what he thought that he should be doing. And I sat down and I told him, I said, what you're going to be doing is I see this center. I see you doing this center, and I see all these people uh-huh. coming to to see you and, and people uh, being helped dealing with uh, life-threatening diseases, people who are dying, and uh, I just see you doing that, and he just looked at me, and he goes, are you nuts, that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, no, Dr. Chappell. See, that's what I see you doing. He goes, oh, I don't have time to do that. I have so many patients, and I'm traveling around, and I'm lecturing. I said, no, no, I see you doing the center, and it looks like it's going to be right here in Tiburon near your office. He says, okay, fine. And he says, is there anything else? I said, yes, I see you writing about ten books. Writing ten books? He goes, oh no, there is no way. Annette, I just don't have time for any of those things. Uh-huh. So I think you're way off base this time. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, all right. Whatever. So a year went by, uh-huh. and he calls me up, and he says, are you sitting down, Annette? <laughs> and you know, when anybody ever asks me that, Annette, are you sitting down? You know what they're going to say. It's always going to be astounding. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, he says, well... I've decided to set up a center, and it's um, right next door to my office, Annette, and I'm calling it the Center for Attitudinal Healing. Uh And I have a lot of patients, you know, who are dying and people who have cancer and various and sundry illnesses. Mm -hmm. And um, I also want you to teach there. Annette, wow! Will you come and do that for me? And I said, Oh, absolutely! So, did I he remember you told
3: him that you were gonna, he was going to do that? Yes. Well, I hope he ate some crow after that was. <laughs> he needed a little
2: attitudinal healing, I think, is what happened there. <laughs> he did. He did, and, and it, it was the most incredible experience of my life wow. because he asked me to teach classes to children who had had lobotomies. Oh, my Lord. He wanted me to teach them how to meditate. Uh, can you believe that? I mean, I just I can't at believe they're still doing lobotomies. That's scary. They were. Uh. They were. And uh, he says, I have five children. I want you to come in, and I want you to teach them how to meditate. And I went, well, whoa, I don't know if I can do that or not. Oh, that's and a he big goes, challenge. Yes. He says, I know you can, Annette. And I said, okay, well, I will try. So I did, and I held a class for five children with lobotomies, and it was... Absolutely the most amazing experience because these children could not sit still. Sure. They, they could uh, not concentrate, but I was able to get them to relax and to let go of their pain mm-hmm. through the meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just astounding. It, it, I can't tell you what it made me feel like. I mean, it, I, was crying a lot. <laughs> I can imagine. Because uh, it, it was just so touching. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. Yeah. Well, now, is his center still there? Oh, yes. And, in fact, the Center for Attitude and Healings are all over the world now. Ah, okay. And Dr. Jampolsky went on to write... Ten th- books. About ten books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he's still
2: writing. <laughs> I'm so surprised, Annette, that you were right.
3: <laughs> well, apparently he was, too, but... Uh, It's funny how, you know, we can admire people for their abilities or their talents, but then when it applies to us, we're always skeptical because we can't imagine it. You can often see things that we're not yet ready to think about or be comfortable with. Absolutely. And that's when we say, oh, Annette, you must be out of your mind.
2: Yes, yes. Um, uh, You know, we have a a question here that I I think it's a question in the chat room. And she's, Shirley is asking, is it still forgiveness if you still have it pop up at inopportune times to remember it? What, the it being the event that hurt you?
3: Is that what? I think that's what she means. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you know, Often, when there has been a traumatic event, uh, at times when we least expect it, that event will be replayed in our brain in some way, and it is not a question of you're not having done the forgiving. If the event pops up, the the real question there is, what do you do when it does? Are you able to go to a state of relaxation? Are you able to have peace about it? Are you able to send um, uh, energy and, and love to that person? Or people, you know, that, that harmed you, uh, over and over again. And when you do that, you feel that wave of relaxation and peace come through you. It's a wonderful thing. It's like feedback, you know, you send it out and it comes back. And you can actually feel a change if you run into those, that person or those people again. You can feel the shift in the energy. You can feel it be different. You don't respond the same. You don't get all agitated anymore. Um, You're not holding on to whatever it is that happened or what effect it had on you in that moment. You're able to move on with your life. And um, doors really
2: begin to open. It's fascinating. Absolutely. It is absolutely fascinating and Dr. Cochran, we're going to have to take a very short break right now. So if you are on the line, do hold on and we'll be right back with Annette Martin's Psychic World. Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octomize.com.
1: This is Dottie Laster, the host of Trafficked, an hour-long discussion about human trafficking in the United States. Join me as we meet guests from around the world and locally who are combating the fastest-growing crime in the world. Join us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi,
2: this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World with Dr. Cochran and I and we've been talking about forgiveness so if you do have a question about your life in any area, give us a call at 646-652-2071 or please write a note in the chat room and ask us a question and of course you can ask a question not just about forgiveness, about if you would like to have a psychic reading, I can give you the psychic reading and Dr. Cochran can give you her a psychological evaluation of what we are talking about. So we have been talking about forgiveness, Dr. Cochran, Mm -hmm. and I want to just give a nice little quote that Dr. Jampolsky has said Mm -hmm. in one of his books. He says, What forgiveness teaches us is that it is possible to choose love over fear and peace over conflict regardless of the circumstances affecting our lives absolutely true very well said because you
3: know people uh, can become so involved in something that has hurt them or someone that has hurt them that literally their life grinds to a halt their life becomes about that one event and they become frozen in time and it's it's very difficult. Uh, for example, if you've been wounded emotionally, say, about, about love in some way, and you haven't been able to forgive and let that go, it's very difficult then to love other people. You can think it in your mind that you're doing it, but if you haven't actually done it
2: emotionally, as I said earlier, everything just grinds to a halt. Absolutely. And, you know, forgiving is such good medicine. Absolutely. Oh, We need to forgive ourselves and others so that we can let go of suffering and embrace that peace of mind. Yes. And, and, you know, there's just a lot of evidence that shows that people inclined to forgive themselves and others enjoy better mental and physical health than those who hold grudges. Oh, that's absolutely true. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you you end up with a lot of uh,
3: stimulation of certain parts of your body that respond to stress and the body will respond as though the event is actually happening now. So you get all the same adrenaline response, you get all the same cortisol which is the stress hormone response. It's really hard on your arteries, it's bad for your blood pressure, it's not good for your heart, the heart muscle itself. Uh, not to mention the fact it just
2: makes you tired and Grouchy trousers. Yeah. And who? Grouchy trousers. Grouchy t- trousers. Yes. Oh, that's a new one. Yes. Okay.
3: It's a new scientific term I just invented.
2: <laughs> oh Well, you know, I think the heart weighed down by resentments of the past is a little time to enjoy the present. Absolutely. True. And while forgiveness is a continual process, you can learn the tools necessary to live and love now. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's about being able to be present in the moment. And if you're weighed down by old resentments or memories of some event that was hurtful to you, you're not able to do that. And that's what I alluded to earlier when I was talking about you can't love somebody if you're so wounded by love that all you can think about is who it is that's hurt you. It, it can morph into something called post-traumatic stress disorder where you're constantly, some, some little trigger can take you immediately back to that painful event. And you're
2: literally there, not here anymore. You're there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You are there. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely there. Um, Dr. Cogger, I don't know if you know of, uh, of Fred Luskin, Ph.D. He's the director of Stanford, Stanford University. huh. Uh-huh. He's got a project called Forgiveness, and he's the author of Forgive for Good. Mm-hmm. And, and Dr. Luskin says that letting go of a <coughs> grudge Can slash one stress level by up to fifty percent. Sure, fifty percent. And he he's written in his research, which was on uh, in a Reader's Digest article Mm -hmm. just recently. Uh And he states that when a person is in a crisis mode, their bodies release the stress hormones adrenaline and cortisol. Just what what you were saying, yeah, right, which prompts the heart to accelerate. Breath to quicken and the mind to race, right? And accompanying sugar release revs up muscles and clotting factors surge in the blood. Oh right. my gosh! Oh. Well, it's just like being—it's just like being uh, chased
3: by a monster. In the moment, you know, your 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 body just goes into that fight or flight kind of place. Right. And while that's fine if you are being chased by a monster, if you're not,
2: if you're just trying to live your daily life, it tears up your body from the inside out. Oh yes, it does. Yes. And, and the rush is harmless if the scare is brief. He says, like slamming on your brakes to avoid a collision. Right. But anger and resentment can turn these same hormones into deadly toxins. Absolutely.
3: Well, you know, any time you do something to excess. Yeah. You know, that's not what the body designed for. It's designed to respond to something, solve the problem, and go on. But if you're not able to do that and you're hanging on to resentment or sadness or anger, or whatever your, your feeling states are, um, as we talked about earlier, you're just stuck. You are stuck, yes. And you'll respond to people mm -hmm. like you're in the middle of that event. So you might snap at somebody or uh, be inappropriately angry with them or withdraw for um, no particular reason or avoid. You might even begin to see people as though they are the – and I don't mean so much in terms of having a hallucination, but emotionally you perceive them, oh, you're just like my mother, you're just like my friend or my brother whatever. And then you will uh, treat them that way,
2: and it can destroy relationships. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it, of course, B- because you, you just don't know how to handle things. Exactly. You, you sort of lose sight of everything. You do. Yeah. We, we have another question in the chat room, Dr. Cochran. Uh-huh. What advice have you for getting past those events that trouble us? How does one let go? Well, I strongly recommend chocolate. I think it's a
3: wonderful <laughs> a wonderful drug. The darker, the better. Um, seriously, uh, it's important to take care of yourself from the inside out. Exercise is good. Eating right is good. And you know what? When you're angry and stressed and hanging under resentment, you don't do those things. You stop taking care of yourself. And that's a really, really bad idea. So exercise, stress, eating dark chocolate, I'm not kidding about that. It produces endorphins, makes for a happy brain, good for your limbic system. That's the part of your brain that controls thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Um, And the other is for you to allow yourself, and you may need professional support to do this, Okay, depending on the nature of the event and what effect it had on you. Allow yourself to go back to that place and begin to change something called cognition. Okay, For example, uh, if you have been uh, frightened or hurt by an animal, every time you see another one of those animals, your cognitions, your thoughts will be, oh, I can't stand this, I can't do this, I can't, you know. And you're, you're stuck back in that place where the dog bit you or whatever it did. If you begin to learn to change your cognitions and, and change the words that you use that you associate with the event or the person, like, well, um, I'm okay. The dog's over there. I'm over here. You know, um, I'm not going to let that happen again. I can be strong and powerful in this situation. Even if it was something like rape or incest, mm-hmm. you're able to change the way you talk to yourself about it And it will change the way your body physiologically responds and the way that you emotionally respond to that person or situation.
2: Right, right. I I think that's very true. Uh, She's asking another question. What do you think about hypnosis to get past it? Um, Hypnosis hypnosis can
3: help especially with the cognition part that I talked about a few minutes ago. But one of the things that, that we haven't really delved into a lot is the difference between your your thought, your intellectual self, and your emotional self. So if I do hypnosis with a patient, for example, their intellectual self will say to me, okay, I'm done with this, I'm ready to be finished, I've had it, okay? I want you to just make this go away, right? And then I'll do something called uh, ideomotor signaling, where I will suggest to them that they will use uh, a body, bi- physiological response to indicate to me what their feeling state is. So, like, maybe their thumb would be yes and their pinky would be no. So they would say to me with their words... Okay, I forgive Uncle Frank. I'm done. It's over. You know, I'm good. And then I'll say, so did you forgive Uncle Frank? And they'll say yes. And then their pinky that says no will be waving in the air frantically. No, 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 no. Okay, caught, 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 caught in the act. Yeah. (laughs) So, so clearly there's that that um, schism, that break between what they're thinking and feeling, and that means they're stuck. Okay? And I can't make you do anything in hypnosis that you wouldn't do if you weren't hypnotized. All right? So it's it's about, as I said, we can work on the cognitions, but it's about going inside yourself and emotionally, perhaps, again, with professional guidance, going through that event, looking at what it did to you, and looking at the underbelly of the problem. For example, if someone did something that's very hurtful to you, very painful to you, then uh, That's the surface thing, but the underbelly of that is that you can use that to define you in a negative way. You can use it to destroy you, Mm -hmm. or you can use it to make you stronger, to make you wiser, and to make you more compassionate. And
2: you have the power of choice about where that event will take you. Well, with that statement, we're going to take a short break, (laughs) Dr. Bob
3: Sorry I wore you out there, Annette. I apologize. (laughs)
2: That's wonderful. And if you do have a question about forgiveness, please do call us. Uh, Give us a call at uh, 646-652-2071 or jump into our chat room and ask us a question there. We'll be right
1: back.
0: This is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others. Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where is My Guru show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at 3 p.m. right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Have you been scammed on Facebook? Do you know someone who has? Well, it's rampant. And Thursday on Vicky Childs' show, PI Answers, Vicky, together with a computer forensics expert, exposes a band of thugs who have been masquerading as a U.S. general and scamming women around the world out of thousands of dollars. You'll hear from real victims in Asia, Europe, and the U.S. Don't miss this special event when Vicki blows the whistle on the latest Internet trickery. That's Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio.
1: Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only a barefoot landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advance tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk.
2: Having trouble with career, love, health, family, friends, your life in general? Hi, I'm Annette Martin, psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. In my practice for the past 40 years, I've helped thousands of folks with their problems. And you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio throughout the years, and more recently on Annette Martin's Psychic World. To learn more about my work, go to annette-martin.com. Look for the button in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage that says, Make an Appointment. That's Annette. Dash Hi, my
0: name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio.
2: Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. Today my guest is Dr. Cochran, Dr. Margaret Cochran, and we've been talking about forgiveness. So if you do have a question about your life or any area of your life, your relationships, your health, uh even if you've had a paranormal experience that you would like to know about, please do give us a call at 646-652-2071 or write a note in our chat room. Well, we have been talking about forgiveness, Dr. Cochrane, mm-hmm. and someone else, you had spoken about hypnosis in our last segment, yes. and someone else here has a question about meditation and, and ah. how, how to do that. Yes, yes. Meditation is
3: wonderful for forgiveness. And one of the uh, things that that I teach uh, patients to do when they meditate about forgiveness is to visualize yourself um, on a a bridge, kind of a bridge of light. And uh, on that bridge, you meet the person or the persons in the middle. And you just kind of stand there together and you feel the the peace and the connectedness and the recognition that even though they did a bad thing or something that hurt you, that you're not so different. There really isn't an us and a them. There really is only us. And when you're on that bridge together and you recognize that although they hurt you, they are a human being too. And to let that go and to recognize that that was a painful experience but it can teach you and help you be stronger and help you do better and you can release it all of a sudden you just feel the tension in your body melt away you feel the relaxation and when you are out in the world in a non-meditative state and you're confronted by something that would have previously been a trigger something that would have made you go to that anxious or unhappy place you find
2: yourself just breathing (sighs) and it goes away Well, I think that's a wonderful visualization to use. I I think that is just wonderful. And, you know, if you can take that, if you can do that in a meditative state, and then if you can confront the person Mm -hmm. who you've had the anger with, that is even more powerful. And since we do have a little time, I'm going to tell you all a little story uh, about my life. I was holding uh, a lot of anger for someone in particular. And in fact, it oddly enough is the woman that I spoke about earlier in the show who introduced me to Dr. Gerald Jampolsky. She um, ended up having a relationship with my husband at that time, and which ended up in a divorce between my husband and I. Oh, that must have been incredibly painful. It was extremely painful it was extremely painful because you cared for that you like this woman she was you said she was your friend yes she was she was my best friend actually in oh. high school ah oh. so it, it it was like how can this possibly be how could this have happened mm-hmm. but it did happen yeah and it created a lot of uh, sorrow for me a lot of pain and a lot of anger yeah I imagine So what ended up was they did get married, Mm -hmm. and uh, time went on. As time will do. Yes. And she came down with cancer uh, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. My sense of it was that it was very important for Annette to forgive her. Yes. Yes. And so I called up my ex-husband, and I asked him if it would be okay if I would come up and see her. And he just about came through the phone saying, yes, yes, oh, please do. Oh, that's wonderful. And he asked her, and she said, oh, yes, please come. And so I did. Uh-huh. And I actually went to see her about ten days before she passed away. Wow. And it, it was a remarkable experience okay, for me yeah. to, uh, and for her as well. I imagine. Yes, yes, it, it was. It would give her a special peace going to her next place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and so it was like it just sort of disappeared mm-hmm. and all the anger was gone mm-hmm. my anxiety about that um, just disappeared mm-hmm. that day Yeah, and, and it was just wonderful it's almost like magic isn't it it was how it just, how it just
3: flows out of you and it's like
2: <sighs> yeah. all done yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I know that she went on it, you know in into the light mm-hmm. and because I made sure that she went on into the light mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it, uh, it it just feels really, really good. yeah And so I have to tell all of you out there if you have had an experience like that, that the most wonderful thing is if you can actually see that person mm-hmm. and talk to that person, uh, it, it's just it, it's just released uh, that angst that I had in my soul. Mm-hmm. And it's just relieved all of that stress. It's, it's just wonderful. Well, that's a beautiful story. Thank and, you. And that's a
3: wonderful thing that you did for her and for yourself. But I, I think the, um, the thing that a lot of people get stuck on is that they want the person that's harmed them to take responsibility for their behavior. And sometimes... The, the perpetrator will do that and sometimes they're not able to but it doesn't mean that you can't have forgiveness and you can't have release even if they're not prepared to do their own work, you can still let go of that pain
2: yes, correct yes, oh gosh what have I got here, okay I think I messed something up here on my board okay, we have a caller on the line um, I'm not sure where this is from Myrtle Beach but I can't get the name. Okay. So hello. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, what is your name?
1: How are you? It's Frankie.
2: Frankie, hi Frankie. Hi Frankie. And do you have How a question you? for us? We're good. Do you have a question for us?
1: Um Oh,
0: just one question. A specific question?
2: Uh-huh. Did you call in wanting to know have a question from, from either myself or Dr. Cochran?
1: Um, well, he said something about a reading. Can you do like a reading?
2: Yes, I can. Yes. I'm a psychic. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I can do a reading. Right. What is your question?
1: Okay. Um, let's see. Will I get out of my,
2: will I get out of these financial struggles that I'm in? All right. Will you get out of your financial struggles? You know, Frankie, I don't see you getting out of it for a little while. Um, I'm getting about six to eight months. That's what I'm getting, the number six to eight. Okay. And it feels like months. Uh, it, it's like you overspend, you go out and you spend yeah. money without thinking. <laughs> yeah, honey, you've got to stop doing that. You have to stop doing that because uh, you're going to end up in major, major trouble, okay? Wow, okay. Yeah, can you, can you make kind of like a little uh, list for yourself about what you have to pay each month? Yeah. That will help you out. That will help you with making a list of, you know, say if you're paying rent, if you're paying the PG&E, if you're paying the telephone, and, and write down how much money you have to have each month to pay all those uh, basic things. And then if you have money left over, then you can go and buy yourself something. But I see you not thinking about it. I think I see you just going out and just spending money all the time.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. You're kind of right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, honey. So I, I think that would help you. You, ne- you need to discipline yourself. Okay?
1: Okay.
2: All right. All Thank right. you Thank so much, you. Frankie. Uh huh. Bye bye. All right. And I do believe, no, we don't have anybody else there. Well, you know, Frankie brings up a
3: good point. And, and that is that sometimes
2: we use spending or
3: food or something else we do to excess. Um, to try and take care of ourselves in other ways. Mm-hmm. And it's important to know, you know, what it is that you're you're attempting to address with the spending or the food or, or whatever. That can be helpful. And then, of course, sometimes people are just being kind of impulsive and, <laughs> you know, learning how to deal with that can be very powerful as well. But, you know, if you're in a bad situation um, financially, one of the first steps to getting help and making things change is to forgive yourself. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. If, you're, if you're angry, uh, you're not going to be able to think clearly, you're not going to make wise decisions going forward, and you will feel uncomfortable about asking for help. Rather than, okay, this is what happened, this is what I've done, mm-hmm. you know, I, I need to go talk to a credit counselor or whatever who can who can get me out of it, you'll go to a place of shame and feel like, oh, I can't tell anybody, this is really
2: terrible, and, you know, the problem just gets worse. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, what I have found with people who have trouble with forgiving themselves is that they don't love themselves. Right. and I you know that's one of the basic things that I think we all as human beings on the earth have to learn how to do yes is to love ourselves that's so important absolutely true extremely and when we do love ourselves and we start thinking about how we can take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. and how we can you know I mean with Frankie going out and spending money all the time she's not loving herself in knowing that she can nourish herself mm-hmm. without having to go out and, uh, you know, maybe go to the movies all the time, or go out to dinner all the time, or mm-hmm. uh, run around and, and spend money. Mm-hmm. With She's trying to, uh, the sense that I got was that she was trying to love herself by giving herself those things mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of looking within and looking for that love inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a few forgiveness quotes here that I, I'd like to tell everyone about because I think uh, it's very essential to happiness Mm -hmm. and it's uh, very difficult to accomplish yes Alexander Pope said to err is human to forgive is divine probably the most common of the forgiveness quotes this quote describes how forgiving can raise us up to a higher state of being
3: yes and bring out that higher self in all of us. Yes. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Important. Very important. And Confucius said, "To be wronged is nothing unless you continue to remember it." Ah, oh, yeah. Forgiving releases the power or a grudge holds over you. And once you've forgiven someone for a wrong they've done to you, you cancel out the wrong completely. Yep. Malcolm Forbes says, keeping score of old scores and scars, getting even and one upping always makes you less than you are. Yes. And the last one from Mahatma Gandhi, who I just love dearly, he says, The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. Yes, absolutely
3: absolutely and letting go of that pain again is, is what allows you to what's the, what's the old saying good living is the best revenge to go forward in your life with joy and, and happiness that's the, the best way to let
2: go of an old hurt absolutely and do hold on because we're going to take a very short break and we'll be right back with Annette Martin's Psychic World and my very special guest Dr. Margaret Cochran
1: This is Paul Trulov on Zeus Radio Network for
0: hearwomentalk.com.
2: Hi, I'm Annette Martin, hostess of Annette Martin's Psychic World. Now, you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio as a psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. To have a private reading with me, all you have to do is go to Annette dash martin.com look for the button in the upper left hand corner of the home page that says make an appointment Annette
0: have you been scammed on Facebook? Do you know someone who has? Well, it's rampant. And Thursday on Vicky Child's show, PI Answers, Vicki, together with a computer forensics expert, exposes a band of thugs who have been masquerading as a U.S. general and scamming women around the world out of thousands of dollars. You'll hear from real victims in Asia, Europe, and the U.S., don't miss this special event when Vicki blows the whistle on the latest Internet trickery. That's Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio.
2: Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octo. M-I-Z-E.com. Hi, this is Chris Hillenberg of Hear Women Tell on Hear Women Talk Radio. You can hear us every Wednesday between 3 and 4. Please join us where we get the story behind the story as we talk to professional storytellers. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. Dr. Cochran and I have been talking about forgiveness so if you do have a question about forgiveness or if you would like to have a psychic reading and Dr. Cochran's psychological evaluation, please do call us. Our lines are open at 646-652-2071 or you can go into our chat room on hearwomentalk.com and write us a question there. Well, Dr. Cochran, we do have Sheena on the line. Hi, Sheena. Hi, Sheena. Hello. Hi. Do you have a question for us?
1: Hi, thank you for taking my call. Uh, Yes, in fact, I did. Um, I am going through um, a nasty eviction process right now,
0: and um,
1: I just want to know if you know what do you see coming out of do you see me coming out on the um, good side of things, because um, I do have my daughter here with me, and uh, the landlord is being kind of a jerk, not being professional or whatever, Um, but at the same time, I don't want to have to move right now, my plan was to move in January, and I just wanted to see what you can tell me.
2: Okay, I, I didn't hear everything, Sheena, that you said in the beginning. Did you say you're going through a divorce?
1: No, an eviction.
2: Eviction. Oh, eviction. eviction. Oh, okay. You speak right into your phone, honey, if you could, okay? Uh, okay, oh, you're going through an eviction, and all right, and, and so you want to know what is going to happen, but you're planning on moving out in January. Um, I'm getting a major problem for you. Uh, I feel that uh, the person who is evicting you is going to try and push you out before January. Do you have any relatives that you can go and stay with?
1: No, I don't. I've been okay. down that road before, and I'm.
2: Not I'm sorry, you're down in Florida. Down that road before, she said. Oh. No, okay. I, yeah.
3: Uh, um
1: i was just saying I've been down at boat before and i just don't want to go back there for that point. Uh,
3: i I get i get what you're saying and i think it's very wise of you to make boundaries that's that's great but what i'm hearing from annette is that he's probably going to push this forward before you have a plan to move out so what we're interested in is what what interim thing can you do in between when he's going to make you go and when you have your opportunity in in january do you have a place picked out do you know where you're going to go
1: no, I have none of that picked out or planned out. That's why I don't want to have to be forced out um, in this manner. <laughs> so
3: yeah, H- how long have you got till you have to be out of there?
1: Um, I have five days to pay, and thirty days after that to uh, move out.
2: Right? Can you borrow uh, any money from anyone?
1: Um, not. Not that I know of right now. So, I mean, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> I mean, do you see me, someone lending me the money or helping me with the rent There is this place called Human Services. And um, I'm not, but, you know, I'm planning on, you know, going down there and asking them for help. Or do you see it working That's a good so idea.
2: Yeah. yeah, uh, Sheena, that's a, a good idea. Go down there and ask them for some help, okay?
3: Yeah, this is, it's you really important. me out?
2: Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I, I do see them helping you out and I think that's going to be your only consolation that uh, you're gonna have. okay Have you gone out and looked for a job?
1: Uh, me and my friend we were, we were um, trying to you know the we were trying to have to get on the same job the job that I had before, it was like, slow. The, the boss that I had, the man that I worked for, he he was not so professional either, it's just like, I, lately I've been getting all these messy people in my life, and I guess it's time to clean them out, but anyway, um, he just, he didn't have much work for me or whatever, so, from what he said... So that was, you know, he would have me working probably one, two days out of a week or maybe three weeks, and then I wouldn't be working anymore. So my friend um, my friend and I, we were thinking about working together, um, maybe like hospitality, you know, housekeeping or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that isn't going to come through for another week or so.
2: Yeah, well, I think that would be a good thing for you to do. I really do. That, that feels really good. So I would pursue that. And the, and the thing that I would add to oh,
1: that... Sorry,
3: That's okay. The thing that I would add to that, Sheena, is that... Um, uh, how do I put this? You're smarter than you think and better than you know, and you really need to work on boundaries. Because you let people cross your boundaries and you get hurt, and you get in bad situations because you, you in some way gave in to them or gave them the message indirectly that you would give in, give in to them, and then you're the one who gets hurt. So just be really clear about your boundaries. Good job for asking for help. That is great. And I, it's my feeling, we'll check with Annette about this, but it's my feeling if you have a job, if you're gainfully employed and doing something productive, that's going to help you with the boundaries, and, and you're going to feel a lot better. I agree.
2: Well, thank you so much, Sheena, for calling in. Good thank luck. You. Yes, good luck. Okay. Bye bye. We have another caller on the line. We have Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Hi, Miranda.
1: Hi. Hi. Hi.
2: Doing? We're doing great. Do you have a, a question for us?
1: No, I just wanted to get a reading.
2: E- right. Okay. And what what is your question? What for the reading? Hello? (laughs)
1: Um, You didn't have a question? (laughs) Hold on. Well, I I didn't think think of a question. I was just going to get
2: a read. Yeah, well, honey, I have Um, to have a question. I don't know what you want me to look at. What do you want me to look at in your life?
1: Will I ever find true
2: love? Oh, will you ever find true love? Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, Miranda. Um, I feel that you've had a lot of problems in that area. Is that true?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, m- what I see you doing, Miranda, is that I see you always trying to be the person that you think the male wants you to be. Do you understand what I mean by that? Mm-hmm, I do. Uh- you do, right, honey. And, and, and I think that's one of the major problems is that you're trying to always reinvent yourself. And it, it isn't going to work. You, what happens is that you run into the males that um, are really don't have a lot of good character to them.
3: They're controlling and nasty. And you keep casting your pearls before swine and you need to stop that, Miranda. <laughs> you deserve
2: better. Do you understand
3: I'm that,
1: Miranda?
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> yes,
1: ma'am. I say I'm single now.
2: You're single now, right? Right. But that's the pattern that you've been uh, doing, and so you need to change that pattern. You need to just be yourself, okay, Miranda? You're lovable and desirable, and right. you need to just I'm be.
3: Really you just need to be who you are, and and let someone fall in love with you.
1: I actually only been in one real relationship.
3: Your being is much more important than you're doing.
1: I understand, but I've only been in one relationship and that was with my son's father and I just left him in April. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Well, like I like we're talking about, please be yourself. and and let someone fall in love with who you are. And if that person is abusive or controlling, that's not a good relationship for you.
2: Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Miranda, for calling in. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. And Dr. Cochran, I, I'd like to kind of close the show, we're coming right to the end of our show here, with a quote from Dr. Gerald Jampolsky. Mm-hmm. He describes forgiveness, what we've been talking about, as a matter of perception. Mm-hmm. Seeing the light instead of the lampshade, seeing through the dumb, thoughtless, crazy things people do, to the soul shining within each person. Yes. <sighs> Why don't you tell folks where they can reach you, Dr. Cochran?
3: Oh, well, you can get in touch with me at drcochran.com. That's
2: D-R-C-O-C-H-R-A-N.com. Thank you, Dr. Cochran, so much for coming in today and sharing your experiences on forgiveness. It's been a wonderful time. It's always a pleasure, Annette. Thank you so much. And if you would like to have a private reading with me, please go to my website, annette-martin.com. In the upper left-hand corner is a box that says, Schedule a Reading. Well, next week, my guest will be author, life, and wellness coach, Connie Good. This has been Annette Martin's Psychic World, produced by Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com May the white light be with you